Welcome to Money Mayhem, exploring the most electrifying episodes of Wall Street's wild history and beyond. Written by Trader Joe, a secretive Wall Street insider with 30 years of experience under their belt, each episode pulls back the curtain of Wall Street and beyond, revealing the clandestine maneuvers, obscure tactics, and closely guarded strategies that shape the financial world. In this episode, Dotcom Decoded, unraveling the digital boom and bust, we dive deep into the exhilarating era of the dot-com frenzy with heart-pounding stories, astonishing market feats, and fascinating anecdotes that reveal the roller coaster ride of fortunes made and lost, while unearthing timeless lessons from this historic tech boom and bust saga. Before we continue, a word from our sponsor who makes this podcast possible. Introducing the Mitzi Matsi Discovery app, a captivating foreign language learning experience for children aged 2 to 7. Research shows that early foreign language learning enhances critical thinking, problem-solving, and creativity. With the Mitzi Matsi app, children can explore English, Spanish, Mandarin, French, and more. Your subscription grants access to over 250 interactive e-books. So download the Mizzy Motsi Discovery app and start your child on a magical language journey with a free 30-day trial. You can find the App Store download links in this episode's description. And now, on with this episode of Money Mayhem. Here's what you can look forward to. Part 1. Surfing the Dotcom Wave. The Birth of an Internet Era. Explore the birth of the dotcom era as startups flooded the market, and venture capitalists eagerly poured money into the burgeoning digital landscape. This episode will delve into the early successes, innovations, and hype that fueled the dot-com boom, sprinkled with memorable anecdotes of now-iconic tech companies. Part 2. IPO Madness – Wall Street's High-Stakes Gamble Dive into the frenzy of IPOs as tech companies went public and their valuations soared, often without clear profit models. We'll unravel the psychology behind the speculative bubble and recount the wild rides of various tech stocks, from meteoric rises to dramatic crashes. Part 3. The Digital Gold Rush – Personal Tales of Dot-Com Dreamers Meet the dreamers, risk-takers, and entrepreneurs who dove headfirst into the digital gold rush. Through personal stories and anecdotes, discover their aspirations, setbacks, and the lessons they learned as they pursued their own dot-com ventures amidst the frenzy. Part 4. Silicon Valley Superstars, The Rise and Fall of Dot-Com Darlings Here you get an insight into some of the start players and the pivotal events that led to their collapse, or in some cases, a profitable exit. Part 5. Lessons from the ashes, a new tech landscape emerges. In the aftermath of the dot-com bust, explore the key lessons learned and the lasting impact on the tech industry. We'll delve into the strategies employed by survivors, the evolution of the digital landscape, and the rise of today's tech giants. Part 1. Surfing the dot-com wave, the birth of an internet era. In Part 1, we set the stage for the birth of the tech frenzy that became the dot-com bubble. Fasten your seatbelts and prepare for a wild ride. The dot-com bubble was born from the unprecedented innovation of the Internet. In the 1990s, the World Wide Web became publicly accessible, sparking a digital revolution. 
as new technologies and companies emerged, excitement over the endless possibilities of this new frontier reached a fever pitch. Did you know that the world's first website, created in 1991 by Tim Berners-Lee, still exists today? A humble testament to the Internet's early days? The Internet craze ignited an explosion of new companies, each sporting catchy .com domain names. From e-commerce giants like Amazon and eBay to now-defunct startups like Pets.com and Webvin, the allure of striking digital gold proved irresistible. Venture capitalists, entrepreneurs, and individual investors alike clamored for a piece of the action, often overlooking traditional financial metrics and fundamentals. At the height of the bubble, even the mere mention of an Internet project could send a company's stock price soaring. The dot-com era spawned a new generation of daring entrepreneurs whose audacious ambitions and innovative ideas captivated investors. Household names like Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk emerged from this period, while others like Cosmo.com, S. Joseph Park, and Kibu.com, S. Allison Hemming, vanished into relative obscurity after their startups folded. In 1999, Time magazine published an article titled 25 People to Blame for the Internet, listing an eclectic list of both famous and lesser-known entrepreneurs seen as catalysts for the dot-com boom. Some of those included on the list were Robert Taylor and J.C.R. Licklider for starting the ARPANET project, Mark Andreessen for developing the Mosaic web browser, Tim Berners-Lee for inventing the World Wide Web and HTTP protocol, Sean Fanning for developing Napster and popularizing peer-to-peer -peer file sharing, Kevin Mitnick for hacking into numerous computer systems and exposing cybersecurity vulnerabilities, Chris Anderson for coining the term the long tail and predicting the rise of niche online markets, Al Gore for supporting legislation that funded the development of the Internet, Thomas Edison for laying the groundwork for modern communication technology, Alexander Graham Bell for inventing the telephone and paving the way for voice communication, and Guglielmo Marconi for pioneering wireless communication and influencing the development of radio and television. Check out the list online if you want to see everyone included. The thriving technology sector profoundly impacted the stock market as investors scrambled to buy shares in anything related to the Internet. The NASDAQ Composite Index, known for its tech-heavy focus, soared during this period, skyrocketing from 1,000 points in 1995 to over 5,000 in early 2000. Individual stocks experienced dramatic rises and falls, with companies like Boo.com burning through millions of dollars in mere months before declaring bankruptcy. This era of wild speculation and inflated valuations was aptly described by then-Federal Reserve Chairman Alan Greenspan's term, irrational exuberance. Amidst the frenzy, a culture of excess emerged as cash-rich companies threw extravagant parties conferences, and events to celebrate their meteoric rise. Notorious examples include the 1999 Roaring Twenties Party hosted by search engine company Excited Home, which cost an estimated $10 million, and the $12 million bash thrown by startup Pixelon featuring performances by The Who and the Dixie Chicks. Despite the euphoria and lavish parties, 
Some astute individuals recognize the warning signs of an unsustainable bubble. Warren Buffett, for instance, famously avoided investing in dot-com companies due to their lack of profitability and inflated valuations. In 1996, Greenspan's irrational exuberance speech foreshadowed the bursting of the bubble, but it would take a few more years before the full impact would be felt. As we leave Part 1, we've laid the groundwork for the exhilarating journey that was the dot-com era. We've explored the birth of the Internet, the boom of dot-com companies, the rise of a new breed of entrepreneurs, the stock market frenzy, and the dot-com party culture that defined the late 1990s. Next, we'll explore the bursting of the bubble and its lasting impact on the world of finance and technology. Part 2, IPO Madness, Wall Street's High Stakes Gamble. In Part 2 of Dotcom Decoded, Unraveling the Digital Boom and Bust, we're delving into the mania of IPOs that defined the dot-com era. The late 1990s and early 2000s saw a flurry of tech companies clamoring to go public. Investors, intoxicated by the promise of the Internet, eagerly snapped up shares in these initial public offerings, IPOs, driving valuations through the roof. Often the frenzy was fueled by companies with no clear profit models or even functioning products. It was a wild time on Wall Street, and we'll reveal the astonishing stories and the psychology behind the speculative bubble. The dot-com era was marked by a profound belief in the transformative power of the Internet, and investors were captivated by the potential for astronomical growth. This enchantment with tech IPOs was only magnified by tales of overnight millionaires and skyrocketing valuations. Let's explore one of the most notorious IPOs of the era, VA Linux Systems. The company went public on December 9, 1999, with shares initially priced at $30. By the end of the first trading day, the stock had surged an astounding 698% to $239.25, a record-breaking first-day gain. It was the ultimate rags-to-riches story. But unfortunately, the fairy tale wouldn't last. Less than a year later, the stock plummeted, trading for just $7.19 per share. A crucial player in the IPO madness was the investment banks, who reaped massive profits by taking these tech companies public. They helped create the hype, often pushing untested and unproven companies into the public eye. As IPO fever raged, investment banks enjoyed a boom in underwriting fees, stoking the fires of speculation. For another example, let's take a closer look at Cosmo.com, the infamous online delivery service founded in 1998. The company raised over $250 million in venture capital and was preparing for a highly anticipated IPO. But as cracks began to appear in the dot-com bubble, Cosmo.com plans to go public were derailed and the company ultimately collapsed in 2001. It's a sobering reminder of the perils of speculation and the pitfalls that await companies without sustainable business models. The frenzy surrounding IPOs and skyrocketing tech stocks wasn't just limited to inexperienced investors. Even seasoned Wall Street veterans got caught up in the hype, falling victim to the same psychological traps that ensnared novices. The fear of missing out 
FOMO, on massive profits, led many to throw caution to the wind, betting heavily on high-risk, unproven ventures. A turning point came in the form of the Y2K scare. As the world prepared for potential catastrophe due to the so-called millennium bug, companies invested heavily in technology to ensure they were ready for the transition into the new millennium. Once the clock struck midnight and no major issues arose, businesses cut back on their tech spending, causing a sharp drop in demand for IT services and software. By the year 2000, the situation had become dire. Companies that had once seemed invincible were folding left and right, and the stock market began to take a tumble. On March 10, 2000, the NASDAQ, the stock index that was home to many of these tech companies, peaked at an all-time high of over 5,000 points. Then it all came crashing down. The next 18 months saw the NASDAQ lose nearly 80% of its value, wiping out an estimated $5 trillion in market capitalization. The scale and speed of the collapse were truly breathtaking, and many investors who had been riding high during the boom years suddenly found themselves drowning in losses. As the bubble burst, stories of once high-flying CEOs and founders facing financial ruin became commonplace. Take, for example, the case of Gerald Levin, the former CEO of Time Warner, who infamously orchestrated the company's merger with AOL at the height of the dot-com boom. As the market collapsed, Levin lost nearly $100 million, and Time Warner's stock value plummeted. The AOL-Time Warner merger would go down in history as one of the most disastrous deals of all time. The collapse of the dot-com bubble left a lasting impact on the technology sector, prompting a newfound focus on profitability and sustainability. It also left countless investors, employees, and entrepreneurs with a valuable, albeit painful, lesson about the perils of irrational exuberance and the dangers of getting caught up in the hype. As the dust settled on the shattered landscape of the tech sector, it quickly became apparent that not all dot-com companies were doomed to fail. Some had managed to survive the collapse, and a few even thrived in its wake. One of the most remarkable examples of resilience is none other than Amazon. Despite facing significant challenges during the dot-com crash, including a plummeting stock price and widespread skepticism about its future, Amazon was able to weather the storm. The company's relentless focus on customer satisfaction, combined with prudent cost-cutting measures, allowed it to emerge from the crisis and eventually become the global powerhouse it is today. Another inspiring story from the post-crash era is that of Apple. On the brink of bankruptcy in the late 90s, the company made a bold decision to bring back its ousted founder, Steve Jobs. Under Jobs' visionary leadership, Apple pivoted from its struggling computer business and entered the consumer electronics market with revolutionary products like the iPod, iPhone, and iPad. These innovations transformed Apple into one of the world's most valuable companies and set the stage for the smartphone revolution. The dot-com bubble collapse also prompted a significant shift in mindset for entrepreneurs and investors. No longer was it sufficient for startups to focus solely on growth and market share. The emphasis shifted towards creating sustainable, profitable business models that delivered real value to customers. 
This shift can be seen in the emergence of new tech giants like Google and Facebook, which were built on solid foundations and managed to avoid the pitfalls of their dot-com predecessors. Part 3. The Digital Gold Rush. Personal Tales of Dot-Com Dreamers. In Part 3, get ready for a heart-pounding thrill ride as we delve into the personal stories of dreamers, risk-takers, and entrepreneurs who dared to challenge the status quo during the digital gold rush. Theirs is a suspenseful journey through the aspirations, setbacks, and life lessons learned from these fearless dot-com pioneers. All names have been changed for reasons of privacy. First, we have Sarah, the tenacious programmer who turned her passion for web design into a thriving business. Late one stormy night, she sat hunched over her computer, frantically working on her first website. She was racing against time, the countdown to the site's launch looming over her like a dark cloud. Amidst the chaos of the dot-com era, she faced cutthroat competition, dodged cyber attacks, and navigated the treacherous landscape of venture capital to build a company that still thrives today. Her story is a testament to the power of determination, creativity, and an unwavering belief in oneself. One day, Sarah received a cryptic email from a mysterious investor who seemed to know everything about her and her fledgling company. The message offered a staggering sum of money in exchange for a stake in her business. Intrigued, she agreed to a covert meeting with the enigmatic figure. Amid the swirling fog and dim streetlights of a desolate city corner, she found herself face-to-face -face with the investor, who would ultimately help her catapult her company to new heights. With the new capital, Sarah expanded her team, developed cutting-edge products, and secured her place in the dot-com world. As the bubble grew, so did Sarah's business, reaching unimaginable heights. Next, we venture into the world of John, the innovative entrepreneur who almost struck it rich in the online auction game. He began his journey in a cramped garage with little more than a laptop and a big dream. As the dot-com frenzy gained momentum, John found himself embroiled in a high-stakes game of cat and mouse as investors and rivals alike sought to outmaneuver one another in the race for digital dominance. In a tense, clandestine meeting with powerful investors, John presented his bold vision for the future of online auctions. The air was thick with anticipation, as each PowerPoint slide brought him closer to securing the funding he desperately needed. Finally, the room erupted into applause, and John knew he had them hooked. But fate had other plans. The dot-com crash crushed his dreams, forcing him to pick up the pieces of his shattered business empire. Yet John's story isn't one of defeat. It's a tale of resilience and reinvention. He has since built a successful e-commerce consultancy, applying the hard-earned lessons from his dot-com days to help others navigate the treacherous digital landscape. Finally, we meet Lisa, the venture capitalist who had a front-row seat to the dot-com bubble's dizzying heights and devastating lows. She backed many ambitious tech startups, reveling in their successes and grappling with their failures. Each investment was a high-stakes gamble, with fortunes made and lost in the blink of an eye. One fateful day, Lisa received an anonymous tip about a groundbreaking tech startup with the potential to revolutionize the industry. 
Intrigued, she embarked on a thrilling cross-country journey, following a trail of cryptic clues that would lead her to the heart of Silicon Valley. It was there, in a small, bustling coffee shop, that she met a brilliant but nervous entrepreneur. As they sat down to talk, the air crackled with tension, each word carrying the weight of a potential fortune. Despite the entrepreneur's shaky pitch and his jittery hands betraying his nerves, Lisa saw the potential in his idea and decided to take the risk. This high-stakes gamble paid off. The company would go on to become a tech giant, shaping the digital landscape for years to come. The aftermath of the dot-com bubble taught Lisa to be more cautious and strategic in her investments. No longer would she throw caution to the wind, investing in every idea that promised success. Instead, she honed her instincts, learning to decipher the subtle signals that separated the truly groundbreaking from the mere flash in the pan. As we follow the nail-biting stories of Sarah, John, and Lisa, we uncover the human element behind the dot-com frenzy dreams, aspirations, and struggles that defined a generation of entrepreneurs. Though they faced seemingly insurmountable challenges, they emerged stronger, wiser, and more resilient, forging new paths and seizing new opportunities, and reminding us that even in the face of adversity, the human spirit is indomitable. The dot-com bubble may have burst, but the stories of those who dared to dream big, risk it all, and fight for their visions continue to inspire and captivate. Part 4. Silicon Valley Superstars, The Rise and Fall of Dot-Com Darlings Part 4 introduces us to the meteoric rise and dramatic downfall of Silicon Valley's darlings, filled with fascinating anecdotes and fun facts. As we've learned, our story begins in the mid-90s, when the Internet was beginning to take shape and Silicon Valley was buzzing with excitement. Pioneering startups like Netscape and Yahoo were showing the world what the web could do, and investors were scrambling to find the next big thing. Here's our top 10 fun anecdotes. Pets.com and the famous Sock Puppet. Pets.com was one of the most well-known dot-com bubble failures. They sold pet supplies online and gained significant attention with their comical Sock Puppet mascot. The company spent millions on marketing and advertising, including a $1.2 million Super Bowl ad featuring the Sock Puppet. Unfortunately, this extensive marketing campaign couldn't save Pets.com, and they went bankrupt in November 2000. The Sock Puppet, however, had a brief moment of fame and was later sold to another company for $125,000. Cosmo.com Rapid Delivery Promise Cosmo.com was an online delivery service that promised to deliver items like DVDs, snacks, and magazines within an hour. As a publicity stunt, they once hired a bike messenger to deliver a single pint of ice cream to a customer at the top of Mount Everest. Unfortunately, Cosmo.com's unsustainable business model led to its eventual demise in 2001. Boo.com Extravagant Spending Boo.com, a British online fashion retailer, was notorious for its excessive spending during the dot-com era. The company spent an astonishing $135 million in just 18 months, including $42 million on marketing alone. This lavish spending was unsustainable, and Boo.com eventually filed for bankruptcy in May 2000. 
Webvan's fleet of brand new delivery trucks. Webvan's an online grocery delivery service, famously invested heavily in a brand new fleet of delivery trucks at the height of the dot-com bubble. With their expansion plans in mind, they ordered a staggering 2,000 trucks, believing they would conquer the market. Unfortunately, Webvan was unable to keep up with the competition and filed for bankruptcy in 2001, with many of their unused trucks being sold at auction. Mark Cuban's Savvy Exit Before the dot-com bubble burst, entrepreneur Mark Cuban made a fortuitous move. In 1999, he sold his company, Broadcast.com, to Yahoo for $5.7 billion in stock. Cuban quickly diversified his assets, protecting himself from the eventual downturn in the tech market. His foresight allowed him to preserve his wealth and go on to become a successful investor, entrepreneur, and owner of the NBA's Dallas Mavericks. The Million Dollar Homepage, created by a 21-year-old student named Alex Two, The Million Dollar Homepage was a simple idea that gained tremendous attention during the dot-com era. Two sold ad space on his website for $1 per pixel with the goal of raising $1 million to fund his college education. The website quickly became a viral sensation, and two successfully sold all 1 million pixels by January 2006, demonstrating the power of unique ideas and clever marketing in the early days of the Internet. Flues.com Celebrity Endorsement Flues.com was an online currency platform that aimed to compete with credit cards by allowing users to purchase Flues and use it as digital cash at participating merchants. The company managed to secure a high-profile celebrity endorsement from actress Whoopi Goldberg, who starred in their commercials. Unfortunately, Flues.com was plagued by issues, including a criminal gang using stolen credit cards to purchase Flues, and the company eventually folded in 2001. Pseudo.com, early foray into live streaming. Before YouTube and Twitch, Pseudo.com was a pioneer in live streaming, offering user-generated content and live chat rooms during the dot-com era. Founded in 1994, the company gained a cult following but struggled to generate revenue due to limited internet bandwidth and the high costs associated with streaming. Pseudo.com eventually filed for bankruptcy in 2000, but its early experimentation with live streaming paved the way for today's popular platforms. Kibu.com Brief Lifespan Kibu.com was an online community aimed at teenage girls, offering content such as articles, chat rooms, and e-commerce. Launched in 1999 with $22 million in funding, Kibu.com quickly gained attention but struggled to sustain its user base. The company folded just 46 days after its official launch, illustrating the harsh reality of the dot-com bubble's boom and bust cycle. GeoCities Rise and Fall GeoCities was an early Internet giant that allowed users to create their websites within virtual communities. At its peak, GeoCities was the third most visited website on the Internet, boasting millions of users. The company was acquired by Yahoo for $3.6 billion in stock in 1999, but the dot-com crash and the rise of new social media platforms eventually led to its decline. GeoCities was officially shut down in 2009, 
marking the end of an era for one of the Internet's early pioneers. These stories, while entertaining, also hold valuable lessons for investors and entrepreneurs. The dot-com bubble teaches us the importance of focusing on sustainable business models and revenue generation, rather than getting caught up in hype and unrealistic expectations. Part 5. Lessons from the Ashes. A new tech landscape emerges. As we've seen throughout this episode, the dot-com bubble was an extraordinary time that saw dreams made and fortunes lost overnight. But after the bubble burst, a new tech landscape emerged and the industry was forever changed. First, let's explore the strategies employed by those who survived the bust. Companies like Amazon and eBay managed to weather the storm thanks to their focus on long-term growth, sustainability, and adaptability. They were able to pivot and evolve their business models, meeting changing consumer needs and expectations. These survivors didn't shy away from taking risks or making significant changes, which ultimately helped them survive and thrive in the post-bubble world. In the wake of the bust, many investors and entrepreneurs began to approach the tech industry with more caution. They learned the hard way that hype and speculation alone couldn't drive a company's success. Instead, they started to prioritize fundamentals, such as solid business plans, revenue generation, and strong management teams. Now, let's take a look at the lasting impact of the dot-com bust on the tech industry. One of the most significant changes was a shift toward more sustainable growth strategies. Companies began focusing on long-term planning, prioritizing profitability and user engagement over breakneck expansion. The digital landscape also evolved in the years that followed the bust. As broadband Internet became more widespread, it paved the way for new innovations like streaming services, social media, and e-commerce. These changes brought about a new wave of tech giants such as Google, Facebook, and Apple, whose rise to prominence would have been hard to imagine during the height of the dot-com bubble. We can't talk about the new tech landscape without mentioning the rise of smartphones. In 2007, Apple introduced the first iPhone, transforming the way we communicate and access information. This game-changing innovation opened up a whole new world of mobile applications, further solidifying the tech industry's dominance. So, what can you learn from the dot-com bust, and how can you apply these lessons to your own life, business, and investment strategies? Here are a few key takeaways. Focus on fundamentals. Don't be swayed by hype or speculation. Ensure your business has a strong foundation, a clear revenue model, and a well-defined target audience. Adaptability is key. Be prepared to pivot, evolve, and change with the times. The companies that survived the dot-com bust were those that weren't afraid to shift gears when necessary. Embrace innovation. Stay on top of technological advancements and be willing to embrace new tools and technologies that can improve your business or open up new opportunities. Think long-term. Avoid the pitfalls of short-term thinking and prioritize sustainable growth and profitability over rapid expansion. As we conclude this episode on the dot-com bubble, it's essential to remember that even the most tumultuous times can provide valuable lessons for the future. By reflecting on the past, we can better understand the present 
and prepare ourselves for whatever challenges and opportunities may lie ahead. And don't forget to subscribe to Money Mayhem so you can listen to new episodes in this and other series, dropping every Friday. Whether you're an aspiring financial wizard, a seasoned investor, or just a curious soul looking to learn from the past, there's something in this roller coaster ride for everyone. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to stay up to date on all the thrilling episodes in our series. And one last shout out. If you found our episodes both enlightening and entertaining, please consider leaving a tip in our virtual tip jar via the link in the description. Giving from as little as a single dollar and beyond will help support our mission to provide quality, engaging, and informative content that educates and empowers. Every little bit counts, and we greatly appreciate your support in helping us keep the conversation going. Until next time, may your financial journey be filled with excitement, adventure, and, most importantly, wisdom.